Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Big Bros Wrestling Podcast. I am your co-host, Alex. And I am your co-host, Andrew. This is the podcast where we go through all the main wrestling shows throughout the week. Any news we get into, mm-hmm. any pay-per-views. we got Royal Rumble coming up in two weeks. Um, but, yeah, we just go through that normally each week. Yeah. But before we get into it, how you been, Alex? I've been pretty good. Uh, you know, we're still selling it to the new store. Last Saturday, I did end up going to Collision. Nice. And nice. yes, they do have the hard cam side <laughs> completely, like, blocked off. Yeah. There's, I think there was two little sections people could sit, but it was like, they weren't good seats. Yeah. But they had the entire section blocked off. It's like, okay, that makes sense. But all the other seats were full. Like, it was yeah. packed uh, besides that point. Which is good. I think they need to do the smaller mm-hmm. arenas like that. It just to make it for feel, collision. Yeah, yeah, for especially for collision, make it feel bigger and all. Yeah, that. Uh, they. What I just found out is that's where they film Ring of Honor. They uh, filmed a little bit. They filmed a couple matches before the show, and then they filmed some after. But I didn't say after because like I was tired. Yeah, I was like I want to go. But it was great. They started off with, you know, Sting, Ric Flair. They were there. You know, Ric, Ric Flair is Charlotte. Yeah, of course. Charlotte is yes. Flair country. Yes. And then it ended with, ooh, FTR versus House of Black in a great match. You know, FTR's home state. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they all, you know, they won. But you, you saw the end. House of Black attacks them afterwards. Yes. And during that match, we were all screaming, where's Mommy? We want Rhea. <laughs> yep. Oh, we were screaming, like, that. where's Mommy? Yes. I love that. Me and the other. It's great wrestling, because you could just make friends with wrestling people in yeah, smaller exactly. shows like yeah. that. Yeah. And I was talking to other guys, like, oh, okay. I did not know Maria Kanellis is in AEW or Ring of Honor. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's new. Because her husband, Mike yeah. Bennett, is with... The Undisputed Kingdom now. Yeah. Not the kingdom. They had it undisputed, but... Yes. Um, what about you? Anything? Uh, it's been alright. Just a normal week for me. Just trying to get into the swing of things are after you, all the Christmas stuff. Yeah. Are you yeah. back in school? Yeah. Getting that started back up as well and everything. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Yeah. But no big news we need to talk about that I can think of other than like no. just stuff that happens during the shows. That's big. Yeah. That's but let's just get straight into it, into Monday Night Raw. We have Drew McIntyre opening the show on the mic, something they haven't done in a while. They've been yeah. doing a lot of matches, so yeah. which I like, but this I also like. He, you know, he recounts that he lost last week, and he goes on to say, you know what, maybe Seth is right. Maybe it is my fault. Maybe I need to look inside, figure out what I'm doing wrong. But then he, he thought about it more. And then he's like, hold on, let me go rewatch the match. Which, I don't know how he went to rewatch yeah. the match. I don't know where he get, he gets special privilege to rewatch. So he rewatched the match, and then he realized it wasn't his fault. It was Damien's fault. Because he came out during the match, distracted Drew, distracted everybody. Which, another thing, did you see Santi's video about one of his pet peeves in wrestling? Yeah, is I d- yeah. when they're cashing in, they're like they try to cash in. They're like, are you sure? Yeah, Th- you, you want to cash in? The, yeah, this money, this money in the briefcase, you're using it. You, you want to cash in right now? And it's yeah. funny when you 
because he did the over exaggerated version, but then you go watch Carmela's cash in, and it was like that. It was like you're cashing in. Are you sure? You're cashing in. Yeah, yeah. And they do that a lot, but he did it in the middle of the match, which distracted Drew and got Seth to win. And he's like, "Why did you wait? Why did you wait till after the match when I was weakened and the match was over? You could have caught me more. You could have blindsided me better." Which is funny, but also true. Wait till after yep. the match to cash in. Mm. He goes on to say that. He goes all blah, blah, blah. He he then says, like, this person's a problem. I hate Sammy. I hate Seth. I hate this person, Jay. I hate uh, Cody Rhodes because somehow he has magical powers to bring people back. And then he mentions Punk. And he's like, oh, and they welcomed him with open arms after he left for nine years and started talking yeah. trash and everything. Maybe, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should leave for nine years and come back. And then I'll get a championship opportunity. And, you know, he mentions Punk a couple times. Who's going to come out? Yeah. CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. CM Punk comes out. He goes like, you know, he goes on to say, oh, we're in, uh, they're in Piper country. Yeah. Roddy Piper. Yeah. I guess, where were they? I think it was north, somewhere in the northwest. Because they were in Nebraska last night in SmackDown. Yeah, I forget they. Uh, they were somewhere in the northwest. I remember wherever Brody Piper's from. I forget. Yeah. He's like, I'm disappointed that you didn't wear the kilt. But then again, that would have been too easy. That would have been people would have cheered your name, and people don't like you right now. Blah blah blah. He says it's weird that Punk. You know, it's weird that I'm calling. He says, Oh, let me rephrase. He says, like, you know, since I've been back, you know, I'm a talker. Roddy Piper was a talker. And lately, since I've been back, all you've done is talk, Drew. You just talk, talk, and talk. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's weird coming from me, but I just want to say, you're calling me out. I just wanted to come out here so you could say this stuff to my face. I, I would, too. He's mm-hmm. like, he's not. Drew goes on to say, you know, I'm mad at you, punk. Because years ago, when you were the champion, you were the leader of the locker room. You didn't, I needed help. I needed help. But you didn't help me. You felt threatened by me. Blah, blah, blah. And he, something about Drew had to figure out how to get better himself. And he's mad at Punk for not leading him there. Punk says, like, I never claimed to be a leader. I lead by example. But, like, if you need help, you can join the Straight Edge Society. We could shave your hair. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they say something about punk having demons. You know, he goes, yeah. he says, listen, I'm not a demon. But I'm Satan himself. He's like, yeah. ooh. Blah, blah, blah. They do a little more yeah. back and forth. Like, yeah. Drew says, I'm going to win the Rumble. Punk's like, no, I'm going to win the Rumble. And guess what? When I win, I'm throwing you out last. Yeah. Just as just as a like get a little touch. I I think it's gonna Ooh, never mind. I'm not gonna get into Royal Rumble predictions right now. But that ends the first segment. We haven't had a good promo battle like that to mm-hmm. open the show for a while. It's it's different. I like it. Yeah. You're just... you're not doing those every week, but they're doing like the matches to start out, which I think is good. Yeah, give it a variety. Give it a variety. Just, yeah. It does go into the first match, which is Tommaso mm-hmm. Ciampa versus Finn Balor, and it's for a shot 
for a chance to for the tag titles. I guess if Champa wins, they get a shot. Yes. It's a pretty good match. You have Damian Priest and Jardy Gargano in the corners. Mm-hmm. They're doing matches, blah, blah, blah. Champa does win, but I think they botched the ending if you watch. What was supposed to happen is Finn's on the inside and Champa's on the apron. They're supposed to do like a vertical suplex. And Gargano was supposed to like drag Balor's feet, but I guess Balor did either Balor either did it too quick or Gargano wasn't on time and he didn't pull the legs out fast enough. So it looked like Champa got a clean win. Uh, and he just reversed Yeah, the I do remember suplex. that. Yeah. yeah, you look at it, it's like, that's a little weird. But it looks like maybe Champa and Gargano are going to get a new, get a chance with the tag titles. Which, if you look at the Raw and SmackDown roster now, they need to split the tag titles. Yeah. You look at Raw, you have Ch- DIY, Imperium, Judgment Day, the Kree Brothers, the Viking Raiders. Who else is there? There's New Day. Oh, there's another. I know there's another team. I can't think of it right now. I'm trying to think who else. But yeah, the, there's the, another. The, and then you look the, at SmackDown. Good, yes, Street Profits. You have the. You have the Bloodline. Yeah. You have. I know there's more. I know there's more. You get Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Yeah. The LWO. You got LWO. Uh, you got the new Phantasma. Whatever they're doing. Now. You now have Authors of Pain. Yes. Um, you don't really have the um, brawling brutes anymore. But you still on both brains. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They they, they need yeah. to split the tag titles because it's just annoying that they have them and they hardly defend them. And like you have all these great tag teams, but they can't get the tag title. Yeah, because uh, you're yeah. holding on to them. I digress. The next thing is just we have a little backstage interview with Becky Lynch. She talks about I'm going to go win the Royal Rumble. Woohoo. Yeah. Just more. The next match that, we yeah. get is Kofi Kingston versus Ludovic Kaiser. Now, yeah. this was good for the ending. Yes. Because it's a good match. They're outside of the ring and they're count they're about to get counted out. Kofi Kingston's about to get in to save the count. But Kaiser whips him out, double count out. They argue a little bit, but then they start brawling. I think Kofi gets the upper hand for a second, but then Kaiser just takes one of the announcer's chairs and just yeets it at Kofi. Just, boom! That's right. And that gives Kaiser the upper hand to brutally beat him up. Because he is mad what he did to Vinci. Yeah. Which, I mean... And then... I like the side of Ludwig. Oh, yeah. We need to see this violent side. And then, at the end... You know, he drapes him over the steel steps. And they get him yeah. out. They get him onto the other side of the ring. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But then he sees the opening. Yeah. He runs and does the drop kick on him. Yeah. Oh, that looked nasty. Oh, it's... Drop kick into the steel steps. I'm liking it, yeah. That ends that segment. Very good, very good. Let's see. We have Nia Jackson rear Ripley segments. Since we don't need to go into the details, all it was is Nia Jax said she's going to win and she's going to challenge Rhea Ripley. That's not yeah. happening. That is not a WrestleMania match. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a WrestleMania match. I'm yeah. sorry. Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley. They're saving it for Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. That's... Because 
in my honest opinion, Bailey's going to win, and she's challenging Io. I mean, she's challenging Io. I'm. That, that's just what's going to happen. That's good prediction. Yeah. Um. We have Casey two versus Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin. It's a good match, and the chance retain. Yeah. But now, we have already the best segment of 2024. Yeah, oh, I'm All sure. True. I'm sure this will be recaps his little adventure with the Judgment Day. He goes, ever since I was born, I knew I was supposed to be with the Judgment Day. We've been through it all: Money in the Bank, WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and the pictures of them yeah. as babies. Yeah, babies are hilarious. <laughs> And then he just photoshops himself into all their photos. Yeah. And at the end, we just hold on. I gotta get the on. I gotta get the um the wording right because the way he ends it is hilarious. Hold on. But, yeah, there it is. Okay, and finally, I want to send a message to every WWE superstar on the roster on behalf of the Judgment Day. Listen closely. We were always here. If you want to talk, if you need a shoulder to cry on, as we always say in the Judgment Day, live, laugh, <laughs> and love. <laughs> and then they made the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, our truth never fails to disappoint. And yeah, there's got to be sold out by now. <laughs> But I I'm like it is how they're doing it. Because, like, the stupid live, laugh, love thing, like, you know, every basic white girl has in their home. Yeah. Our truth uses it, and it's the funniest thing ever. Because he's not, he's doing it as a joke. Oh, and, you know, afterwards, Judge It Day's all mad at that. They're mad at this. They're mad at the other thing. And they tell JD, you got to go handle your business with the Miz. So he goes, has his match with The Miz. R-Truth is out there, and I think Dominic is out there. Because I, McDon- yeah. I think Dominic is just at ringside. But, you know, The Miz wins, and I don't know what's happening with this storyline. This could go anywhere. Is it? Are you looking it up right now, the yeah. shirt? Um, you can still get it. Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised it's not sold out already. Um, next, we have... Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Seth's out there. He starts by saying he's ready for WrestleMania. And he said, you know, I've done a lot of things at WrestleMania. But I've never brought a title into Mania. And I've never main evented. So he's like, I want to do that. Who's 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 going to challenge me right now? And then out pops Jinder Mahal. He's out, he's out going saying, like, you know, y'all keep overlooking me. Don't keep overlooking. I deserve a title shot. And Seth's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, we do keep overlooking you, but that's not an accident. We're trying to forget you, man. We don't like you. We don't like your gender." And he goes, "Blah blah blah. You know, I've never even thought about you up until last week, until you had, you know, your little run in with the Rock." Yeah. He said he had you there, but you know what? Now that you got my attention. I'll give you a title shot. Why don't you hit me right now? Hit me. Hit me. Come on. Come on. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Gender doesn't hit him. He's like, same old gender. You're not going to do a thing. 
And then Jinder hits him. And they have a little yeah. brawl. Uh, it's, they have a little brawl. Seth tries to go for the song, but Jinder rolls out. And that ends that segment. Do we end Raw or do we talk about what happens after about this after? Let's end Raw first. Okay. The next match we have is Otis versus Ivar. Big another man slapping me. Another That's two all I gotta say. big beefy boys just going at each other. Who also, won that? Did Otis win that match? No, it was Ivar that won that. It surprised me seeing how big Ivar is, how freakishly athletic he is, and some of the moves he does. It's why are you able to do this? You and then big there's boy, Otis. Why, He's like, yeah. yeah, Otis. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, arguably Otis as well with the worm and stuff. It's whoa, it, Otis it's was awesome not, to see that. Yeah, Otis was never meant to be a heel when he was a heel at the beginning of when yeah. Alpha Academy started as a heel group, and then people were like, "Oh, wait a minute, we actually love Alpha Academy." Exactly. Yeah, with that, there, there's some they announced. Um, basically, some of the card for next week. We get what? What do they announce? They announce DAY versus Dominic and JD. Okay, uh, Gunther returns. Yeah, the Judgment Day versus the Awesome Truth. Okay, dude, if they yeah. bring that back, and then they announce that next week we got Seth Rollins versus Jinder Mahal. For the World Heavyweight Championship. Which I was kind of surprised about because I thought they were like, oh yes, this is just... Jinder obviously is not going to win the Rumble. I thought they were going to do that at Rumble. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought, oh yeah, this is just Seth getting on the card at the Royal Rumble saying, hey, he has a match and whatever. Because I don't think they were planning to put Jinder Mm -hmm. in the Rumble anyway because he's not... Why would you have him in the Rumble? Yeah, but we have the main event... Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura, and at some point during the night, they turned it into a street fight. Yes, I, I will say going when I was watching a little bit of it because I also had the college football championship on. Kind of a letdown, to be honest. Yes, but I was watching Raw in between and stuff, and I liked how they had the anime. The anime. Oh my um, gosh. For Bec- the because Shinsuke's an anime villain. Yes, and I liked how they were leaning into that. It's and really cool now, to see that. And now, this match, a very good match. Yes. Remember when? Do that timekeeper though. Poor timekeeper, because he got yeah. all <laughs> the mist. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cody does win. Ending that feud. It's a mini feud. Yes, I, to, I hope it's it a filler ends feud for Mania. Yes, but but I hope afterwards you give Shinsuke a feud he wins. Yeah, give him a feud he can yeah. win. Yeah, a good feud, but he wins the feud. Agreed. Yeah, with these past two, it's it. He wasn't meant to win them in the first place, no. especially with how they were booking the other wrestlers. But yeah, I agree. It, Especially it, with Cody, you can't yeah. make him lose because then it's gone then you can't say, well, Shinsuke has a better has a better chance of winning the title than Cody. Yeah, it's so, WrestleMania season. That. He has to finish the story and yeah. however they're gonna do that. But, but that yeah. ends this thing. But let's talk about the gender stuff. So yeah. that happens. I think what did USA post? USA posted something on their Twitter. Uh I, for, it might, I think it was just an announcement about the match next week or something like that between him and Seth. I oh, think that's oh, what... Hold on one second. I got. I already got their Twitter pulled up. 
I don't know how long, how far back it's going to let me go. Oh, I don't want to go that far. But they said something about gender being in the championship match. Something along those lines. Yeah. And then Tony Khan, who apparently has no recollection about, um, you know, the meme, don't hinder gender. (laughs) He, oh, crap, what did he say? Did he delete it? No, USA Network didn't delete it, but I'm trying to figure out what exactly he said. No, so it was... I can look up what he said. Yeah. But from what I remember, it was something about comparing stuff that happened on Dynamite. Um, Oh, they... So, I don't know who Raj Geary says... These guys do have history. Seth Rollins defeated Jinder Mahal in the tournament finals to become the first NXT championship. And USA Network put, what was the cage match rating? They responded yeah. to that. And then Tony Khan quote tweets, a moral victory for USA is one win more than the world title challenger Jinder Mahal has in the past 364 days. Because it's been literally a full year since he won a match. You really put AEW in our place getting Jinder Mahal in a big match on your TV show. Do it more often. Yeah, it's... Well, and there was and there was other stuff with him comparing that to... Hook. A title... Hook and uh, Samoa Joe happening soon on... We'll get to that when we talk about <laughs> Dynamite and stuff. And it's like, where is your PR And then people? Jinder Mahal made a tweet, which was deleted. And he goes, who the... Is Hook? Who is Hook? Oh man! And it, and then it's like Tony, you don't know the meme. You don't hinder gender. Yeah, and but it's just crazy that that had. I mean, where is Tony's PR people in this? Because obviously they would have said no. It's like no, Tony, what are no. you doing? And oh man! Also, Tony Khan, what are you doing about Chris Jericho? Who yeah? Who has a title uh, match tonight? He has a chance to win the tag titles. Oh, those are battle of the belts tonight. Yeah, battle of the belts tonight. It's like, buddy, which I don't know if any people are going to watch that because we have NFL playoffs tonight. Yeah, that's the yeah. NFL playoffs are tonight. We talked about this when we talked about collision starting. Well, once the playoffs are over, it'll be fun. Because once like once the NFL playoffs are over, yes. Collision will have a much better chance to have better ratings. But pff, my gosh, he—it's like you fell for it. Yeah, it was a trap. Yeah, and he's like, dude, "We're just better. We're better." And he had a, <laughs> and he responded to that tweet too, something like, "No, he didn't." And then Eric Bischoff was like. Hey, Tony, because he looks at... Oh, wait, no, he... Hold on. Yeah, it was like that. And then, like, Tony forgets that he literally... Oh, my gosh, I forgot. He's like, he... Tony forgot that he literally gave Abaddon a title shot after being off AEW TV for a year. You know, just like gender. (laughs) Hey, you just gave Abaddon a title shot. It's... Yeah, Tony... uh, This was a... Very bad. Eric Bischoff goes, Hey, Tony Collins, is this true? He's like, No, Eric Bischoff, not true at all. 
Abaddon returned to AEW, plus they won a four-way match on TNT against other great wrestlers to earn a title shot, which is completely different than someone going a full year, a full year losing every match they're in, plus getting a title shot without a single win. Reading would be your friend, Eric. It's like, Tony, you obviously you don't watch NXT, do you? Because uh, he, he's yeah. the manager of Indusheer, or Sheer. I'm never going to pronounce it right. Indus- I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm never going to pronounce it right. I'm you could tell me, yeah. and I'll say it right. I'll always say it wrong. Indus- but he's like their manager. Yeah. yeah. He's been there, yeah. and he's Jinder Mahal. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's not like he's been just... Oh, he's a good wrestler, too. He's not bad. Yeah. I think one thing he was booked wrong, and India didn't like him for some reason. He just wasn't well liked. Yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't think that because that was the whole point of putting him on, giving the the champion reason of giving him WWE champion because they were trying to reach to the Indian audience and start like stuff going on there. And did they they have like a couple shows there? I don't know what happened, but they tried to do that, but they didn't like him, so they're like, "All right, we're not going to do this." But then Mm -hmm. you know they recently just had a show in India and apparently did very well. Yeah, but. Oh man, Tony Khan. That is all of yes. Raw. I oh one thing I would like to say. Triple H has the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever. But what I think could happen is this. They made event, obviously, and they're gonna make yes. event raw. <laughs> yeah. There's no question. Gender wins. But Damian cashes in. He leaves World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, it. Oh, that'll shake some stuff up. Either Drew challenges and wins it. Seth challenges Drew, gets it back. Punk wins. Punk wins the Rumble, though. Seth and it's still Seth versus Punk at Mania. Hmm. I mean, or you do this. Damien still wins, but then you put them in a triple threat with Damien, Seth, and Drew. Oh, I mean, oh, there's a lot of avenues this could go down. I think, I think Seth needs to lose the title right now, and then uh, win it back yeah. before Mania, just so it looks like. I it's just this is my opinion, but that's just it. That's all overall for me. Yeah, all of, for me as well. All right, that is all overall. Let's move on to Dynamite now. Um, I think this was before all the stuff we talked about with Tony Khan, because what happens later affects some of the tweets he posted. Anyway, opening the we're at Daly's place this time. No, he tweeted that like the next day, like Tuesday. Was it? Because I remember him mentioning something about um, Hook and Samoa Joe, which happens later tonight in this ep in this episode. Yeah, he posted that Tuesday afternoon. Oh, so it might have been... So all the stuff about okay. hindering gender was Tuesday afternoon. I, okay, I must have had my timelines. Anyway, opening the night, we have Hangman Adam Page taking on Claudio Castagnoli, and I'm sure was a brutal match. It was a pretty good match. Yes. I watched it. Yeah, and we get Hangman Adam Page. It was a long Page. match, too. Hangman Adam Page winning. And then after that, we get a memorial video for... Brody Lee. Oh yeah, because that was their home during the pandemic. Was, yes, was Daly's place, and so there's a, there was a lot of stuff about that tonight. And you see, uh, uh, Mister Cody Rhodes in the video a few times. I'm like, 
Can they get in trouble for that? Probably not. I mean, well, didn't, was, I forget who, wasn't it Chris Jericho was also in a promo video for Cody Rhodes or something like that? He was. Or it it was something where they crossed over in a video or something like that. So it's happened before. We'll see. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. But anyway, there was that. Then we get a big... Uh, eight-man tag match with Adam Copeland, Dustin Roge, Orange Cassidy, and Preston Vance taking on Lance Archer and Mogul Embassy minus Swerve Strickland. Um, and for... It, it's a... Yeah, the eight-man tag team match. AEW loves to do their eight-man tag team matches. Got a big enough roster for it, in my opinion. But, that's the only way they can fit everyone. It's but, like, hey, go, 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 dude. But the faces get the win. Get the win yep, in the end. they do. And then we get Bullet Club Gold backstage. Um, Jay White saying, anything the Undisputed Kingdom can do, they can do better. And then the Acclaimed come in. And saying, it's so amazing. We have such a common enemy here. And imagine if we all held gold at the same time. You know, we could join forces. Yes. yes. Join forces. <laughs> bang, <laughs> bang, <laughs> scissor gang. And, uh, yes. Super faction. <laughs> Think about it. The bang, bang, scissor gang. That, oh, that'd be crazy if that actually happened. And then we get Samoa Joe coming in. Finally, after World's End. But, on remember the what Jay says, like... Oh, he he yeah. doesn't say no. But he's like, give, give give us some time to think about it. Yeah, so we'll see where that goes. Anyway, we have Samoa Joe in there. Um, mm-hmm. What does he do? What is he out there to do? Uh, he he's, talks mainly about just challenging for the title now. Oh, he he changes the championship protocol and saying. Um, you bring your record and representation and submit it to the championship committee and hopes it gets a pass. I don't. Is know the championship that, committee him? I, I maybe that's him. I don't know, but and, and, and he says you're, and you're going to get stomped out because he's going to beat you and whatever. And then we get Swerve coming in with the Mogul Embassy. Swerve when I drive. And, yeah, Swerve. and uh, I don't he, think he. He basically like I just want he challenges for it. Yeah, challenges for it. Then we get Hangman and a Page coming in. And he basically doing the same. And then from Saturday night because yes. I was there, Hook challenged. Yes. Oh, I I didn't see that. So Hook, yeah, that was okay. And that's why be, that's why they were talking about Hook. Okay. Before Wednesday night because on Saturday night he challenged Samoa Joe. Yeah, and then so yeah. At the end, everyone leaves, but Samoa Joe holds the title, but then Hook comes in, and, he and they get to face-to-face, and that pretty much... No, no, oh, no, what, you what, gotta read what happens. He comes in, he looks oh. at Samoa Joe, points at the title, and says, one week. So, I mean, yeah, it's good to see this. He's coming after him in one yeah. next week. Alright, uh, next we get a little thing with... Tony Storm and Mariah May, May and, and all that. <laughs> Talking about Diana Perazzo, as I found out her name is pronounced. Um, just talking about her return mm-hmm. and everything. Then we get Ricky Starks taking on Sammy Guevara with Sammy Guevara getting the win where? 
getting the win. And then after the match, uh, Big Bill comes out and attacks Guevara. And then Chris Jericho goes and makes the save. Boo. Boo, Chris Jericho. Um, and they going to that. They announce that Saturday night, which is tonight, will yes. be a street fight for the that, tag titles. Oh, that would be good. I've never seen a tag team street fight. Is it going to be like a tornado tag where like you just have to pin? I would think so. Because I know, because I remember when the Usos versus New Day had their Hell in a Cell tag match. It was basically a tornado tag. You just had to pin. I would assume it, didn't it would matter be who, the same who way. Was in. Yeah, I, I probably. Would, yeah. Um, and then we get um, <laughs> the a women's eight woman tag team match oh um, with Anna J, Chris Statlander. Thunder Rosa and Willow Nightingale take on Julia Hart, Sky Blue, and the out, what's left of the Outcasts. Ruby Soho and so yes, and the faces get the win there. It was yeah, that's really mm-hmm. all it was with both these eight eight wrestler matches. Um, um, a really short match for, with Brian Keith taking on Roderick Strong with Roderick Strong. Yeah. Um, getting the easy win, and then the Undisputed Kingdom come out, and Adam Cole gets the mic and begins talking about Roderick Strong and how he's a really, how he's a twenty-year veteran, and how he needs to get the AEW International Championship, and even goes as far as to call him the greatest wrestler alive today, which is really high praise for him. But yeah, and then he goes on like. Taven and Bennett are the not only the greatest Ring of Honor World Tag Teams of all time, which, no, I'd probably give that to the Briscoes. Yeah. I would give but, that to the Briscoes. But your current tag champions, and he, it's just more hype, hyping them up. But yeah. yeah. Um, and just says, we're here, and we're dangerous, so come at us, and whatever. Um, then we get Renee Bekecht inverting Deanna Perrazzo. The virtuosa Deanna yes. Perrazzo. And says she has her sights set on Tony Storm in that title, and says she'll be on Collision. So it's just setting up against her in Red there. Velvet. Um. Then we get Ric Flair coming out to watch the main event of the night with Darby Allen and Sting yep. taking on Kanosuke Takeshita and Will Hobbs of the Will Hobbs. Ca- is that his name? Powerhouse Will Hobbs. That's. It- I've never heard them called Will Hobbs. I, that's what they, they have God, they here. Don't. I, I don't know if that's if they're going off whatever AEW has, but th- what I have here says I'm Powerhouse. I'm on the AEW website, and they say Powerhouse Okay, I, it, this must be different. So, Powerhouse Hobbs and Kenosuke Takesha on the other side. Um, with um, Darby Allen and Sting winning that match, um, I would say I saw it was a decent match from mm-hmm. what I saw, but what really came out was... After Tony Schiavone coming out asking Sting, "Hey, who who do you? Because Revolution's coming up. Who is your going to be your opponent?" And um, the Young Bucks, Bucks enter, and they they stand and make an obvious challenge, and that's how the show ends. I think it's pretty much confirmed that it's going to be against the Young Bucks. Yeah. I, I saw some people like, okay, why is the Young Bucks, why can't it be someone he has more history with or whatever? And from what I heard, this was actually Sting's request for the Young Bucks and whatever. It wasn't like, oh, it, 
just it's just oh they're just trying to uh, EVPs trying to yeah. use their power and whatever. But what are you gonna say? Also, one of the reasons they don't want they couldn't get someone to someone he has more history with is because Sting is sixty four. Yeah, the the he shouldn't be. Most wrestlers aren't wrestling at sixty four years old. I mean, that WrestleMania match should have been Ric Flair's last. In I'm hey, sure most people's wrestling. opinion. Yeah. But that's why they can't get someone he has history with. Also, it's an AEW. A lot of them, a lot of the people like have probably have WWE contracts. Yeah. Or they're just as old, if not older. Yeah, that's than, the thing with then Sting. Yeah, it it's crazy. Which means unfortunate. I don't know. Does that mean Darby Allen's going to carry the match, or are they going to do another thing where like I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a revolution, which I, um, I don't know when that normally is. What revolution? It's in March. So yeah, so it'll. It's in a couple of months. March third. Yeah. Of this year, okay. So, yeah, it's in a so, couple of months, and it's in Greensboro. Yeah. Ooh. But interesting. Yeah. Her tickets are really expensive, though. Actually, I don't even think there's any tickets available because I think it's sold out. In I mean that's. Uh, that's definitely good for an AEW standpoint with everyone talking. A lot of it stings retirement, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of the draw of it. But seeing as what we've heard of from a lot of AEW ticket sales standpoints, this is really good for them. So there's um, nothing in the upper level. There's one in the lower level, one section, and then it's a bunch of floor. And guess mm. what? The cheapest ticket right now is seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm sure they. Yeah, it for that kind of a night with Sting's retirement match and all that. I'm sure they do that. But yeah. yeah, that's all I have for Dynamite. It was good to see them honoring Brody Lee and all that. Um, back at uh, okay now, SeatGeek has it for fifty four dollars. Yeah, because these are this is yeah. resale. Oh uh, yeah. Ticketmaster is like the official, like this is where you buy it, and then SeatGeek is like you can buy tickets and then resell yeah. them here. But yeah, $54, you are in section 226, which is, I'm guessing, right there, and you are in row triple B, which is the very back row. Yeah, that's, but anyway, yeah, it was good to see them with everything they did tonight. Mm-hmm. Good to see. Interesting to see how the new uh, AW Championship um, starts out now with Samoa Joe. I mean, he has Hook, and then he has at least two other competitors waiting, yep. seeing whether they can get the shot, and I'm sure there'll be others down the line, but it's good Wait. to see that. Undisputed Kingdom, it, mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes from there. They got a lot of enemies, too. Yep. But we'll see what happens, yeah. though. Is that all of yeah. Dynamite? Yeah, that's all I got, yeah. All right, that's all of Dynamite. Now, let's move on to Friday Night SmackDown. We open with Grayson Waller with Austin Theory coming to the ring for a match against Cameron Grimes. It doesn't happen, though. Yeah. Because immediately, they're attacked by Sola Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. They get beaten up, and then Paul Heyman comes to the ring and starts to cut a promo. He's like... I would appreciate if you would direct your jeers out somewhere. We're not the bad guys here. We're not bad. The bad guy is Nick Aldis. He basically says, he put my 
champion might, whatever he calls him. I forgot what he calls him. He put Roman Reigns into a fatal four-way at the Royal Rumble, and apparently that's not fair. The bad guy in this situation is Nick Aldis. And I don't know when he came to the ring, but Nick Aldis is now there. He says, first of all, disabuse yourself of the notion that this is a conversation between two equals because it isn't. We are not equal right now. The Fatal 4 matches at the Royal Rumble, and that's a done deal. This is the second match in as many weeks that have been ruined by the bloodline. It won't happen again. He basically goes, there's going to be a six-man tag team match between LA Knight, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles versus Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso, and Roman Reigns. There's a little yeah. problem with that, though. Yeah. There's a little problem. Yeah, what is it? Roman's not there. Ooh. Yeah. Nickel's like, no. oh, yeah, you're right. He's not here. So, you know what? You have until the main event to find a third man. And if you don't, looks like it's going to be a handicap match. I love yeah. Nick Aldis. Yeah. He's basically saying, hey... Don't mess with me because I'm the general manager and I can say how things goes. And he's like, you're messing with how things go. You gotta be punished for it. I mean, yeah, and I, I like how they're going with this because I, I I saw a TikTok. I forget it was yesterday or earlier today that said something about like whenever they've had general managers, they've always had ulterior motives. Yeah. To what they do. Recently. And, the only, yeah. I mean, the only one I can really think of is Teddy Long. He just loved The Undertaker. Yeah. Um, but, like, you didn't see really what Nick Aldis is doing is saying, hey, I'm the boss here. Listen to me. It's always like, oh, I'm doing what I do because I want to mess with a wrestler or have some other agenda I want to push. He's just like, I'm the general manager. I say how things go. Yes. And I like that. I wish they would keep this. Yeah. After that, Santos Escobar has a little vignette, just hyping him up. Jimmy Uso's backstage. He's like throwing a fit. Like we gotta do a handicap. What are we gonna do? We might be at a handicap match, and and then Paul was like, "Calm down. We have all these people here who want to be part of the bloodline. I know they'll help." Jimmy Uso's worried. He's like, "Solo, are you worried?" He goes, "Solo's never worried." It's like, okay, you're scary. We have the first match of the night, which is Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo versus the LWO with Selena Vega. They have a, their match. You know, it's obviously we know who's going to win. They're returning Santos and well, Santos, returning Angel and Humberto. They do pick up mm-hmm. the win. But afterwards, Carlito comes, helps attack, and I think LWO stands tall. Whatever. Next, we have Grayson Waller and Austin Theory interrupting Nick Otis and Carmelo Hayes. And basically, they make a match later that night with Melo yeah. and Theory. Carlito rejects Paul Heyman's offer. We get a video recap of what happened last week with Kevin Owens punching Logan in the face. And Logan is taking issue with the cast. Owens continues to wear, blah, blah, blah. He's even willing to use his lawyers to make sure that match is canceled. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to use my lawyers to make sure I don't have to fight it. Is he ready to face Logan in a fair fight? He calls Owen a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Oh, my god! Did he really? There's no way he did that. I didn't watch it, but... There's no way he called him a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. 
There's so no way. What? <laughs> See, it, but it, if our true said that, that would be the most hilarious thing ever. But coming out of Logan Paul, it's like, buddy, cheater. Man, yeah. Cheater. Okay, buddy. This is the other thing I wanted to talk about. We see Butch and Tyler Bate having a conversation. They're you know they're talking yes. about you know we make a uh, Tyler Bate thinks they make a great tag team. Butch is like no that's a one time thing that's in the past. They but Tyler Bate wants them to bring back British Strong style. The brawling brutes are in the past. Tyler says that Butch needs to look at back what Triple H told him back in Blackpool, and there is a and they tee it's like. What was the name? And he just looks at him and he's just like, we're expecting him to go back to Pete Dunn. I think that, he's going to bring oh Pete Dunn man. back. That is Next week awesome. he comes back as Pete Dunn. The bruiserweight. Pete Dunn. Because when they made him butch, I was like, oh, God. But I, that'd be awesome if they did that, brought him back, and they could do a lot of things. We have the, the real second match of the night. Bianca Belair versus Bailey of, with damage control. And they have a very good match. I thought it was really good. Bianca does pick up the win. But at, and then afterwards, backstage, Bailey's like, why didn't you guys help me? He's like, but the ref was standing there. And she's like, okay, but like I would like a little bit of help. Like, y'all didn't do anything. And then Dakota's like, remember, remember, you gotta win the Royal Rumble. You gotta win it for us. And I'm like, think, sitting here thinking, like, they're they're gonna turn on Bailey. Yeah, they're turning on Bailey. That's Just why like I think the bloodline, the cracks. That's widening. why I think Bailey's winning the Royal Rumble to challenge you. I like how they're kind of doing what they did with the bloodline. With that, they have the cracks widening and stuff. With this, I like how they're doing that storyline with this. And then we have a Kevin Owens promo. He's like responding to Logan Paul. He's like, I hear you. I, I, I really don't like hearing you talk. You're annoying. He's like, you want to call this a liability and an unfair advantage, this cast. You can do that. But we both know that's not what this is. If it's advantage for anybody, it's you because I have a broken hand. But fortunately for you, it's not going to keep me from being at the Royal Rumble. But again, after seeing your face, the black eye, I understand what you're trying to do. I get it. So how about this? Let's talk about all this face-to-face next week on SmackDown on the Kevin Owens show. So what do you say? I hope to see... What do you say? And he does the little... Hope to see you there. So we're going to have the the KO show... The Kevin Owens show next week. And then we have Bobby Lashley, Street Profits, Karrion Cross, and the Office of Pain segment. That's a lot of people. And I think he's basically just calling it out. like, hey, how dare you attack us? Blah, 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 blah. It's just more hype for their few coming up. No, but and then they call, and then they yeah. have an official name for their faction called the Final Testament, which I'm like, okay, that's a that's a cool one, yeah. Because you like, have authors of pain, the Final yes. Testament, the Testament is like something you see in a book. Yes, I feel like that would be the yeah, that's a great thing. Uh, Pretty deadly comes up to offer. Their services to Paul Heyman, but when they find out who's in the match, they go, "Oh shoot, we, oh dang it, we have a thing though." We, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that thing. You know what? We're just we're gonna go do the thing. Yeah. Um, 
Then Paul Heyman goes up to Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley goes, nah. <laughs> we get the third match of the night. Almost at fourth, but technically it's the third because the first mm-hmm. match didn't happen. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes versus Austin Theory. They have a good match. It ends in a no contest. Yeah, I, I was I watched the end of. I watched the end of that. I think um, that I wasn't watching it. I was doing something else. So they went up to the top up for a move, and when they landed, it, apparently from what it said, looked like Theory was hurt, but then I saw also Carmelo landed on his head awkwardly as well. So also, okay, it just it, stopped. Yeah, yeah, and I think they didn't show it on the TV bar- broadcast, but I saw the ref stand up, and I'm assuming he threw up an axe. Okay, so, so it, it was enough for a double count out, or no contest like that. All right, and then we have before the match, um, they couldn't find anybody, Jimmy and Solo. Solo's not worried. So they're not worried. They go out. It's supposed to be a handicap match, but as Randy Orton is making his entrance, the bloodline attack him before the match starts. So they kind of make it even, so it's just them two against LA Knight and AJ Styles. They're having a good match. I don't need that right now. Blah, blah, blah. Stuff happens. Eventually, uh, when does that? When does he come out? He comes out like at the very end, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Randy Orton does come out at some point. Blah, blah, blah. Randy Orton makes his way down to the yeah. ring. Styles tags in Orton because it's still technically a handicap match. Yeah. He's still in the match, so it's not a DQ. He comes in, he starts beating people up, he gets RKO's in. Eventually, Brandy, AJ, LA Knight win. And after the match, blah, blah, blah. Who, who got the pen? It was, um, it Randy Orton. Oh, he got the pen. Yes. Okay, and then they try to attack him, but like, you know, they use the numbered numbers game. They do some stuff, but the biggest thing is they use the triple power bomb, which is yeah. called a Cerberus power bomb. Yeah. If you want to be technical, they use the triple power bomb bomb to the thing, which is you know at some mind games because you know yeah. Roman used to be the one in the center doing yeah. that. But that in SmackDown, not a lot I can really say happened. Yeah, I mean there are obviously some storylines that they're showing with damage yeah. control. I, I really think Bailey wants it's going to win and challenge you. From what I'm seeing, as like we saw with the bloodline, there's the cracks and they're mm-hmm. widening, and that's probably what will happen to, for a big thing at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Also, at Royal Rumble, Roman's going to retain, but that's when Roman, that's when Rock will officially come out and like, hey, I'm challenging you. That. Uh, that's the other thing with the whole Cody. How is he going to finish the story if he we'll talks about the championship a lot and excuse me and everything? Yeah, like that's what it's going to be. Like, because that's going to be a huge pop. That's going to be. Is it going to be the main event? It has to be because they they did that last year. I don't see why. I they think it'll wouldn't. be. I think it'll be the main event. But that that's going to happen. Nothing really else I can really think of. Other than I, the Kevin Owens and Logan Paul feud that's about to happen, will it draw out to Mania? No, it better not. No, but I can see Kevin Owens winning the title soon. Yeah, 
just to say, Logan Paul, no, get away. Because he's had it since Crown Jewel. It was a Crown Jewel. It was at Crown Jewel this year. Yeah. He he faced Ricochet at SummerSlam and won. And they never talked about it again. Yeah. Interesting enough, but... Before we end, I want to do what Santi did. We saw his biggest pet peeve is the cash-in thing. I put one of my biggest pet peeves is the Royal Rumble thing. Is where they get, like, what they did last year was infuriating. When they announced 27 participants before the Rumble. Which left Logan Paul. And there was, like, two others that was like... Oh, okay. Yeah, I for, yeah I forget who they were. I think one of them was probably Cody Rhodes. I don't think they officially announced it until. Did they? I, th- no, I, I thought they did because it was like I okay, can't rem- I can't remember or whatever. But it left like three surprise entrants, and one of them yeah. was Logan Paul. Pretty sure, at least. But right Maybe now, I'm confused. But yeah, I, yeah, I remember that happening, and it, it yeah, I agree with what you're going to talk about. What it, whew. what it, oh, Booker T was one of them. Yeah. And then. I forget who the other one was. Yeah. But those are two of them. But what they need to do is maybe do 10 to 15 max. Yeah. And it needs to be the people who you can legitimately can see winning the Royal Rumble. Hmm, yeah. So, like right now, they have what, Logan, not Logan Paul, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Shinsuke Nakamura. I can legitimately see all five of those winning. Any one of those five winning. I can see that. And the women right now, it's Bailey, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, and Bianca Belair. I mean, yeah, there's Nia Jax, but I can see any one of them winning. Well, I can kind of see, with how they, it looks like they're kind of trying to push Nia, I can maybe have like a sliver of chance or not, but yeah, I definitely see what you're saying here. Like, give the people who were worth the chance. they've had years where like, Elias declares for the Royal Rumble. It's like, he's not winning the Royal Rumble? Like, yeah, he's cool, but he's not Royal Rumble winner. Yeah. Do you have any other pet peeves? Honestly. That you can think of? Other than those two, really, the, those really seem annoying to me, but nothing I can, I really have. There's probably one you can yeah. think of that you'll be like, oh, I hate it when yeah, they I, do that. Honestly, we'll, I don't think I've been watching wrestling enough to find one, but yeah, I'm sure two, I'll find one. It's yeah. those two things that really annoy me. Like, those, I agree with the cash-ins. Like, just, like, just cash in. Just tell them you're cashing in. It's like, now. Yeah. But they have to do like, he's cashing in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's annoying. But that is all for SmackDown I have. That is all for the podcast I really have. Anything else you would like to add? No. I'll, Nothing I want to add. No. All right. Remember, guys, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can listen to our podcast. We're probably there. You want to take it away, Hen? Yes. Andrew? Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day, and God bless.